0: By Sports Interaction,
1: Canada Sportsbook.
2: Leaf fans, beating the Kings five nothing is fun. But you know what's more fun? Mitch Marner getting twenty one. Mitch Marner getting twenty one. And on top of that, having tonight on the stream the one and only Toronto's favorite hockey Twitter gifter, Omar. Tic tac Omar, welcome to the show, buddy. Welcome, Woo! welcome,
0: welcome. <laughs> welcome. Yeah, yeah honestly. It's a great time to jump on No, just, No just kidding, it.
1: eh? Yeah, no kidding. Honestly. Of all the games, like this was definitely Best one back to back shutouts, which I made the joke about I made the joke before we started recording. Imagine if they blew it. That would have been hilarious.
0: Why? Why well, just, look, still, Lauren, it would have been so funny? Lauren tweeted like with like three minutes left in the game, saying, like, this is an amazing win. Come join us for game over Toronto. And i and I had to tweet. I'm like, don't jigs it." <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, but yeah, man. Like, but just, you felt like, any, it
1: less. Yeah. Any everything that could have went well did granted there were some like really bad things that took place but like as far as like gameplay goes like it was outstanding
2: solid game top to bottom solid win solid play by so many players so many so many players getting goals tonight so many people getting points michael bunting got points uh mm. And who else got a point? Uh, Connor Timmons got his first point, I believe, as, on a, yeah. as an assist. Like, what a great night for everybody! And like you said, back to back shutouts from two different goalies. I don't know the last time. Maybe someone in the chat can look it up for us at some point during the game. But the last time back to back shutouts by different goalies on the Leafs. I,
1: I feel like I, it might have been a Reimer-Gustafson. I don't know for some. I don't know why course. why that why that comes to mind. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was of like a Reimer-Gustafson year.
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're probably more right than I am at this <laughs> point
0: but i mean omar i gotta ask do you remember the last time the leafs played the kings because it feels like it was in an alternate universe i feel like i'm in an episode of rick and morty and i just got <laughs> poured it over like I, it's completely different what do you think man like this is unbelievable yeah i
1: mean like it's just it's it's very similar to last year how like the Leafs would have all like, these like really bad losses against teams at the beginning of the year and then like have these like crazy redemption games and stuff, but yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's literally like my worry, my concern, especially with TJ Brody coming back was just like the love of the play that they have, that they've gone through to make up for all the injuries. I was worried like, okay, maybe they might say, well, Brody's back. We can kind of take our foot off the gas, but like, mm-hmm. no, like they, like from the opening shift, like the Matthews Nylander bunting line had like a great scoring chance right out, right off the top. And they just like kept coming and going. And like the fact that it was scoreless after the first is just hilarious because like, like, from start to finish, the Leafs, like, dominated the game. And that's something I still don't think Leafs fans are used to. I'm definitely not used to that. Again, no. I was, like, expecting, like, cool, like two great periods. And then, like, maybe they score, like, one or two here. But then they kind of hold it down. But, like, no, from start to finish, like, they never gave the Kings any life. It was awesome.
0: We're so damaged. Well, Very. we're going we're gonna to get to all of that. We're going to get to everything. We're going to get to some questions for you, Omar. Mm. Uh, we're going to get to uh, a weird interaction with Pierre Engvall. And Sean Dursey. But you know what my favorite interaction is? Sports interaction, that's right. Think you know which way it's going to go? Make your bet with sports interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, sports interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live, and play are one of our many prop bets. Sports interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com STPN. That's sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN 19 plus please play responsibly. Woof, where to start?
2: <laughs> you know, speaking of betting, last year's Leafs when this game happened, I would have bet against the Leafs and that they were going to lose again to the Kings because underwhelming team, they don't show up against these teams. And even earlier this season we were losing our minds when they were playing the California teams and not playing this well. And and top to bottom it's like a different team it's like night and day and it's it's so nice to see and it's so nice to be able to tweet out with three minutes left that they won and not worry that they're gonna blow it like it doesn't feel like last year it doesn't feel like last year and and it's just it's so great to see omar i must be you you look you spend most of your time watching all this leafs content so for this game tonight (laughs) You know when they score 3 goals in a, in 66 seconds are you telling them to slow down because you haven't clipped the goals yet
1: Yeah I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to lie it's as as awesome as it is where for the least to score like goal after goal like as a person that like by, like gifts and gifts the games it's also like please stop 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 <laughs> okay stop so like I'm <laughs> so like I watched the first goal like ball scores I'm like okay cool sweet I'm getting that one ready and then like camp scores I'm like okay cool and then like immediately <laughs> i see new like breaking down i'm like please don't 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 like, so it's, it's like a bittersweet thing like obviously like, you're, like you'll you'll deal with it it's whatever but like it, it's it's it, i just i just think like the the speed of the goals is one thing but i just thought it was hilarious that like after the least make it three nothing sheldon keeps like oh no we're gonna keep on going and then like sends out like marner to and matthews like right after or something like that so it's just like But that but that's what the team needs, right? Like we've always been missing that killer instinct that like, hey, we have them. We, you know, let's not like take our foot off the gas like, let's keep going. And I think when it comes to, like, the least reaching that level of Killing Stink or having the potential to, like, put a team down even though and not give them any opportunity to crawl back, this is a great example of it. And I guarantee you this is going to be a game that, like, Sheldon Keith, the rest of the coaching staff are going to go back to. Like, in, in the event where, like, things aren't going well, it's just like, hey, remember that game against the Kings at home? This is what we did. We attacked from the beginning. We kept on going, going. Even though we didn't get our goals, our goals on, on all our opportunities, we kept going and going and capitalizing, defendable when we had to. So again, this is like a textbook game for the least. And yeah, it's 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 exciting when all the goals come out all at once or when just everything happens all at once. Uh sometimes it can be a little quick when it comes to the, the gifing and stuff, but you
0: know, it, it's great either way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to me, like you, 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 you touched on a really good point there because I felt like this game. I had to check the standings to see where the Kings were. Cause I, I, for some reason in my mind, I'm like, I have to look and I'm like, are they like, they're not a bad team. They're in a playoff spot. And this game to me was like the mark of a contender because they were like saying, Oh, Oh, you forgot. Oh, you thought this was just a November thing. Oh no, no, no. Like they, they wanted, to, they went out to embarrass them. You, I didn't even want to turn it off until the end of the game. Like till the game, the buzzer went on because they were trying to score again. Like, mm. I kind of like that attitude by this team. It's, It's, it's a big departure from what we'd seen in the past where maybe they would have got that that three goal barrage in about a minute and they would have you know rested on their laurels, would have let in one. Okay, and then they would have let some barrage of the net go. And then but this time completely different. Like they're they're changing the narrative this team. I I, I think so. I think they're really changing the narrative. I'm I'm in, guys. I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I am I am. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing is that how I feel right now is exactly how I felt last year and I said the the exact same thing I said the exact same thing this team is different I'm all in I am ready and then right and 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 this year it's just like this year we're we're facing either Boston or Tampa like that's just like unless something drastic happens we're facing Boston or we're facing Tampa now Am I more confident in this team this year? Absolutely. Um, and aside from the fact that like the goaltending is better, world's better, there's confidence in the goaltending, the team is playing a lot better, but the thing is, is that we're also adapting and dealing with adversity. Riley went down. TJ Brody went down. When that happened, I was like, hey, we're screwed. Like, like, screwed. Panic. You Literally. Yeah, you have Mark Giordano and Justin Hall in the top here. <laughs> right? But despite all of the injuries and despite all the things that have gotten in their way, they have been still finding ways to contribute. And it's not only the big four. It's not only Matthews and Nylander and Tavares and Marner. Everyone else is bought in. Whether it's goals, whether it's a good defensive play, whether it's, like, great penalty killing. um, You know, just great, great pressure to, like, you know, sustain... Um, you know, sustained panic in the opposition. Like every part of the team is buying into what they need yeah. to do. And like, I, I imagine Sheldon Keefe is just like in his bathroom at home screaming, like finally, because he's been talking about this for years. Like I reference that, that horrific, Amazon documentary all the time but I always remember this conversation he had with um Jason Spessa where he's just like you know I feel like we need to have a conversation with the team because like you know we have our leads and then we like we 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 allow like a goal here or there so like when can we get to a point where it's just like we score four or five goals and like the game is over like there's no hope for the opposition and I think we're at that point which is solid and as long as they continue going with it then I don't think there's going to be any problems as far as how the
0: team performs I and one thing same. I feel is, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I feel the same way. Like, I'm, I'm, again, I said this at the beginning of the season. I'm cautiously optimistic. Like, I mm-hmm. feel the same way. Omar, at the beginning of the season, I was like, I don't know about the goaltending, but if they can get that, if they can get even 10% of what these goalies have done in the past, it's going to be a different story than last year. And everybody has bought in defensively. It's, it's been, it's been a game difference. It's, it's the reason that they've won all these games four nothing or five nothing and the reason that they've won games three to two and two to one you know Mm -hmm. last
0: year 21st in goals yeah i can't believe that you would think like the way that they just destroy worlds in like an instant with our offense they're 21st in goals which is kind of like for me Mm -hmm. which means they're doing it from the back end which is something we're just not used to
1: yeah and to lauren's point like the, the fact that like they're they're comfortable winning those like 2-1 and 3-1 yeah. or 3-2 games. Like, it doesn't have to be like, a cool, we're going to like highlight real and all that type of stuff. Granted, there, there were some, a lot of those moments at the beginning of the season, but yeah, Lauren, like you bring up a great point. Like they're comfortable winning as long as they get the win. Yeah. I, I used to hate, I used to hate when Kessel said that. When when Kessel was on the team, he used to always be like, oh yeah, you know, we got the win. Hey, yeah, you know, we got the win. It's always like drive me nuts because I'm like, no man, like you scored your goal. I like, talk about it. But like, yeah, like they, they only thing they care about is winning games winning games and making a strong foundation for what's to come
0: later. So yeah, that's a great point. Well, and another thing that's different is Mitch Marner. Okay, like we have to we got to we got to get to Mitch Marner uh before we before we forget because what a story. To me, the goal was almost disappointing in the sense that I wanted that falling on his ass pass to get the Javaris and that be the point. Mm. But the, he cl- but off, off a terrible turnover from the Kings, he clapped that puck. I had not seen Mitch Marner, bad, like, swing back and absolutely clap a bomb like that. And had Mike Johnson's body leave his soul <laughs> for about 10 <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> Ray Ferraro <laughs> would be, be proud of that one. He definitely. had a religious
0: experience on a bench there, between the benches there. But, man, he's, he's on something. He's... he's something I have never seen before on a Leafs team. And we just had Austin Matthews last season, but I feel like he's on such a different level than he's ever been in his life. And he's finally got it.
1: Yeah. I think he's just, I think he's just fully starting to round it, round things out a little bit. Like, last year was big for him, you know, getting, you know, hitting the 30 goal mark for the first time, finishing with 35 goals, taking more shots, like more like purposeful shots um, and getting to the point where like, he can actually be considered like a scoring threat. And yeah, like when, when I saw him wind up, I was just like, bitch. <laughs> and then when I was like, Oh my God, like, it's just like, you know, you don't expect it. You don't expect it from a, from a player like Marner. But like, he's I confident. think even though we don't expect it, I don't think doesn't mean that he doesn't have that capability. And I think he's really trying to, to change, change the script and show that like, he's willing to do whatever it takes again to make sure that the team has success. And I think add, adding that extra scoring boost, I think has been a great thing for him because yeah, within this, like this 21 game 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 point streak, you know, we usually think like, Oh, it's just like assists and stuff. But like, there are a lot of goals, man, like a lot of goals that he's scoring and, and that's again, that just makes the top six better. And if there's anyone who is still like, Oh, you know, you make too much money, like, ah, I, I used to be that I used to be that person when the the contract stuff came out. I was like, ah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like double digits, you have to be you have to be able to score at really thirty for that. But he's, he's shut me up. He shut a lot of people yeah. up. Um, so it's been great. Absolutely, and
0: yeah, like to your point, like the contract talk, that's over. That's that's done. To my in my mind, if he's a UFA right now, he's getting north of what he's getting right now easily. And easily. to my in my mind, the way I see Mitch Marner is that, and it's like we're seeing with like. I mean, it's a different example, but somebody like Tage Thompson, who is, you know, probably the same age as Mitch Marner and has just found his game. It's that growth and progress is not linear with these guys. Like they don't just become finished products when they're 23 or when they are done their ELC, that's it. They're finished products. That's all they're ever going to be right. You know, they need, I mean, it looks like he's taken the losses and all of the the baggage and all of the hate and everything that's come with it. And he's used it to make himself better and to sharpen himself and and it's really great to see. And yeah, it's it's a good reminder that these guys are still twenty five years old, twenty-four yeah. years old, and that, you know, there is still another level to be had. Yeah, no kidding. I actually it's interesting that you
1: bring bring up Tage Thompson. Lauren, I have a question for you. Sure. When when you in the intermission, when you heard you know the panel talking about like, oh, who's the best like Arizona star player? Mm-hmm. And like two of three said Tage Thompson, do you think Austin Matthews heard that?
2: I hope he did. And I hope he puts it on 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 the inside of his car on his rearview mirror for the next Buffalo game. I hope he lets it sit there until then, because (laughs) I think I think Austin Matthews is the better player overall. I think long term he's going to have a higher ceiling. I don't want to shut down or look down on what Tage Thompson has been doing this season and what he did the other night. Like, don't get me wrong. That is a phenomenal accomplishment. Oh, my gosh. More
0: in one period. I didn't see the game, but I saw the tweets about it. I'm just like, I, I literally had to yeah. like look, I had to like take the glasses off and be like.
2: Yeah. Is-? Yeah. I and thought like, it was a spelling mistake. Couldn't could believe <laughs> it. But, and I think that that's great, but I think that that's, I don't think this is going to be the norm for Tage Thompson. I think he's still going to be a really high goal scorer, but I think this is a, 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 a freak wave in in a bad storm. You know what I mean? Whereas I think Austin Matthews is a continual high surf of just absurd goal scoring and capability and and i think he's better on both sides of the puck than tage thompson is so i disagree with the panel but you know that's why i'm not on the panel i guess
1: oh no i mean like i agree with that point like 100 like we we have seen matthews like go on these okay i'm just gonna start scoring goals runs where he'll have like like eight goals in like five games or something like that so like and i think I don't know what I don't know what the his streak is right now, but I'm pretty sure he scored a goal in like at least like four or five games now, right? So he's, oh, he's like, back
0: to a 45 goal pace. Oh yeah, so he's like so,
1: slowly coming up. So yeah, I I, I screen I screen grabbed a lot of those things. I'm definitely <laughs> gonna come back to it in April.
2: There was a <laughs> lot of screen grabs from this game. I pulled up the uh, the point streak from the other night because I couldn't remember it on our last stream. And Mitch Marner is one game away from tying Leafs killer Danny Heatley. My oh. most hated player <laughs> as a child. I a hated. I hated. He brought out the Heatly in my heart, and my soul. I hated that man with a flavor And I hope cool. he crushes that record. He's coming for it. And yeah. oof, what a special time for that guy. <laughs> oh, so many All good right. leaves.
0: Guys, I I hate to to poop the party here. That didn't, mm. that didn't sound right. That didn't sound right in my head. I hate to be the one to bring up the negative. But I have to bring up the negative because it did happen. Our favorite young prospect, Nicky Bobby, Nick Robertson, Uh, went down with an injury that did not look very good. The way he ran off the ice, holding the shoulder, kind of looked a little bit drooping. Again, don't want to speculate. I don't know the extent of the injury. But, man, I just, I feel terrible for the person. It's not even about the team and how it affects wins and losses. I feel terrible for the person. Cause yeah. he has had a snake bit career so far.
1: Absolutely. And you think like, even though like there were some moments where like, he'd be like healthy scratch, like three or four games in a row. Like this yeah. was his like full year in the NHL. And you know, he yeah. got his opportunities. He got his looks, like even though he wasn't scoring every game, you know, I think he was still, he still looked like he can have some type of contribution on this team on an NHL level. And it's just, it's been the same thing for him over the last couple of years, just injuries and it's it's so unfortunate like i i think that's and it, it's the best point to to bring up like as a person like it, it's so unfortunate for him because you he screams work ethic and screams yeah. effort and you know he's a person like that literally worked his ass off over the offseason to be at this point to be playing games for the toronto maple yeah. leafs and it just it sucks that that has gotten to this point but ironically enough that's been the the whole nature of the of this the season for the league so far just like so, injuries yeah. left and right
0: per david alter and uh, per sheldon keith uh looks like he's gonna miss significant time so that looks oh, like it's beyond man. a sprain might be in separated territory just sucks that's just it just sucks and it's it sucks on, on all the few levels because how do you develop as a prospect when you're constantly rehabbing from injury and it's not like it's the same injury he just seems like it's unlucky like you know, how do you work on your game when you're constantly in rehab mode? I don't know. That's that's well, the, tough. I mean i the answer I don't wanna... is you can't. You can't, yeah. Especially as a right? hockey player, you need your shoulders to yeah. shoot a puck.
2: And, but... and two seasons ago he what broke his femur or Yeah. something, right? Like and it's Man. I don't think Omar, do you think it's injury prone or is this just a freak series of accidents? Because this isn't like a repetitive injury, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just accidents and just it's just like it's just bad luck. But I I think to the to the question beforehand, like, how do you get better? How do you develop as a prospect? I, I think it all comes down to mentality and whether you're willing to just like not think that, like, oh, my gosh, I'm just like snake bitten or whatever. Or just like I'm injury prone, like, no, I can have I can work through this. I can get I can get past this and I can be a player long-term and I think Nick Robertson has that mentality and has that determination and that work ethic definitely. And, you know, it does help that he's part of an organization that puts a lot of like funding and care into health and performance and healing. I do think he has the mentality to bounce back from this. And I don't think, I don't think we're going to look at Robertson as, as a player that just, you know, is like, you know, as um, you know, like uh, oh my gosh, here's an example like, like Joffrey Lupel, for example, who would yeah. get like hurt like all the time. I don't think it's that, Hell and not. I do think Robertson is still at an age where you know, he can still bounce back from this and, you know, it, it helps that he has that late birthday, you know, I, just, think 21. He, yeah, he just, just 21, just turned 21. Yeah, yeah. Just turned 21. So there's still a lot, a lot of time. If it ends up being the, you know, being, you know, significant time, maybe he's just back with the team for the playoffs whether the plays or not, who knows, but I, I don't think this is going to be the last we're going to see of Robertson in a
0: lease sweater in the NHL. So to that point. Do you foresee, did, does this kind of force Kyle Dubas' hand in a sense that, you know, there's a kind of a bit of a debate, like, what do you go for in the, the deadline? Because obviously the team is fantastic, but they're not going to rest on their laurels. They're going to get somebody. Do you think that, Shale, um, sorry, tell the Keith, uh, if Kyle Dubas is satisfied with the defense and he wants to deploy that asset capital to, let's just say, a left winger? Like, do you yeah. think that's going to be the target now? Because I'm starting to think it might be.
1: Yeah, it has to be because if I see Kerfoot playing with Tavares again, I'm gonna scream. Um, (laughs) Hey, that is. He scored a
0: goal last game, okay? Empty net goal. Yes. And then he
1: also passed the puck on a four on one. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) So (laughs) I think, I think, I think that the usually like for the last couple of years, like the focus has always been like, oh, we need like depth defensemen and stuff. But like, I think the blue, I think we've seen a lot of the least depth so far, considering the fact that like every like first person up, has played good minutes. Victor Mete's yeah. played good minutes. Mac Hollowell's played played good minutes. Um, and now you have TJ Brody back. Connor Timmons looks looks pretty solid. So if you bring Riley back, I don't even know who's gonna come out of the lineup at that point. Yeah, who do you hope, replace? I hope it's not. I sw- Oh my gosh. I I don't know. I am not the coach. I can't I can't make that decision. But say when it. it comes to the say line, it.
2: I want to know. I gotta it's know. Be,
1: it's not gonna be Hall. Who's who's bothering? No, you? Bothering it won't you? be I'm Hall. Not, it's not gonna be Hall. It
2: won't be Hall. If
1: it if it's one of the two boys, I'm gonna be so it's mad. It's going
2: to be. No, maybe uh, maybe they gonna, take yeah. you out for a game to give him some rest because of how much he's been playing. Yeah,
1: which would be, which would be completely fair. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Poor, the poor guy. But yeah, I I think I think left wing needs to be needs to be the um the focus. Now here's my concern. Mm. My concern because I think about Matthew Nyes and how the Leafs really wanted to sign Matthew Nyes to the ELC last year, mm-hmm. and I'm concerned that Dubis says, you know what, I think we're fine. We're going to leave that spot open for Nye so he has an opportunity to play. But I don't like that because I don't like the idea of like relying on like no. a rookie as like the savior. No. Especially no. because we don't know how like his college tournament is going to go. What if like his team has like a devastating loss and then like, and that kind of like, um, sits with him. So I don't like the idea of relying on nice, So I do hope that they look around the league and like try to get like an upgrade at that top left wing spot. Then you shore up the top six. The bottom six has been solid, both defensively and can chip in offensively. I think yeah. if you do that, then you're a pretty solid team all, all, all around and you're ready for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, the nice piece, I, I hear that a lot too. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm like, if you're going to say that this guy is going to, if you're going to slot this guy and say, hey, welcome to, welcome from college here. You're on the top six now. I just, I don't like that idea. Yes. In the playoffs, because
1: yeah. would you like to be part of the team's 18-year mission to win a playoff round? No pressure you it's on you. No it's pressure.
0: No. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> I'm like, no, okay, no, like that. I mean, unless he is like godlike, like he's the next who would name the superstar. But no, I, I agree with you. I, I think a veteran, good veteran person, a person who's been there before. You know, an adult in the room would be (laughs) a preferred choice. That that's for sure. Mm
2: -hmm, I don't think Dubis is going to put the hopes and dreams of the season that we that where they are playing well in the you know in the arms of a, a teenager. I if that's the solution, and and they lose, then it's you know it basically signs his death warrant, right? Oh yeah. Like I think at this point. Yeah if you make a decision like that without trying to go all in and make a, not, I don't want to say necessarily a big move, but a move necessary to make some noise. Like there's no shortage of left wingers in the, in, in the league. And there's some teams this year that are doing better than others, where teams that are supposed to be doing well, maybe aren't doing some well, so well. So I think that the trademark is going to be really fascinating this year. It's going to be really exciting. And it's
0: going to be a buyer's market. I think there's so many names out there. So I think contenders are going to, there's going to be contenders that are going to be able to pluck somebody and you're gonna say that's it. That's all they got. Like I feel like that there's really good value to be had. And to your point about Kyle Dubis, Kyle Dubas is a relentless gambling man. Okay, he gambled his Leafs career on Matt Murray, and he it came up like mm-hmm. whatever. Like he got twenty one on blackjack the first the first hand. I, I'm not. I, I don't go to the casino, so I don't. I don't know. But I tried to make a <laughs> a good metaphor there. But yeah, he mm-hmm. bet his career on. Matt Murray and he won. So maybe he thinks I got one more left in me.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I think to that point we and I and I am I have no qualm saying this. I don't think we've gotten to a point where Dubas has made that like okay, let's go move. You know what I mean? Like every team will have like Florida last year like full send like Whoa. let's go like every first round pick, every prospect like gone. And I don't think Dubas has gotten to that point. Now, should he I don't. I don't. I don't know if you need to again, yeah. considering that the the cast that we already have. If there was ever a year where Dubas just like looked at like the top like available player and said, you know what, first is gone, an important prospect is gone, maybe a young player or whatever is gone, let's freaking try to do something here. We'll do it live. Let's exactly. go. That's it. Yeah. 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 Like every every trade deadline has been kind of like. I'd say more like stealthy, stealthy and smart. You know, last year was cool with the Giordano trade. Solid. That was sick. Solid um, but yeah, we haven't seen that big that big deal. And I'd be interested to see if this year ends up being the the go for it trade move for Dubas.
2: Sneaky moves last year. I think this year what they might end up doing is trading two players. I think they're going to trade a player and a prospect and a pick for a big name. But it's going to be for a player that goes at the end of the year so that they can re-up camp as soon as possible. Because I don't think they're going to lose him.
1: Oh, I hope not. I love Camp Man.
2: Me, too. When they resign him, I'm buying a camp jersey. Welcome
0: to the Camp fan club, everyone.
2: He's literally my background. I love him. With the two He's fantastic. The
0: two founding members of the Camp Fan Camp fan club.
2: He's Toronto's yeah. Philip Deneau. I'm not telling fun. you. I'm telling you.
1: It's true. True. I I, me- I remember when he got signed. Someone said that and they got torched. <laughs> like, I forgot who it was. Someone like had like analysis on it and they got like ripped to shreds. And now watching him play, it's just like, man, when I saw Kemp lighting up Vasilevsky this year, like that sealed the deal. Like you have long term. They need to sign him one term. So I don't good. know what the number is going to be, but like that, that needs to be not in the enough. playoffs. Yeah.
0: Exactly. How- yeah. How the hell did this guy only have like he had like one career goal when he the Leafs were signed. He was on Chicago when, when the Leafs signed yeah. him. Yeah, like
2: how did he have just
0: like people were like, "Oh, like when I saw him, I'm like I've literally never heard of this person, but" nah. mm-hmm.
2: Cuz he's, mean, he's still fairly young, I think. Like he just finished his R uh, his, his he just he was just signed to an RFA deal I think by the Leafs cuz he was mm-hmm. a free agent and then they signed him oh, to another yeah. two years. And I think that they're going to re-sign him because I don't, like, I've, I've been, if you have watching this stream, you've probably, people in the chat know, I, all I do is talk <laughs> about how great David Kampf is because there's not many players like him. Now, there's not many players like Mitch Marner either, but David Kampf is, like, he's so good defensively, and he's so good in the faceoff dot, and he gives them something that they have zero else of
1: mm-hmm.
2: in the lineup. oh. Ugh.
1: Yeah, and I think to that point, Lauren, I think the, the reason, I think one of the main things behind his goal scoring is the fact that, like, goalies don't see it coming. You know, it's just like, okay, okay, this is David Camp. He's a yep. defensive person. He probably can't, oh. Oh, okay. And, like, last year, like, like I want to say like, his first, like, four goals were, like, complete bloopers. Yeah. Like, either they're, like, empty netters or, like, the goalie just, like, messed up. And Hits then, But then when you actually, something. yeah, but then when you actually look at him, like, and especially, like, his goal tonight, like, he has like the skill, like he like he knows where to put the puck. Like he may not like snipe it or or like blast or anything, but like he knows the places to score. And I think to that point, Lauren, like he's he's definitely a player. I hope they keep long, like, they keep long term. Now, my concern is that you know Edmonton will say, "Hey,
0: hey, gives all the money," <laughs> you know, <laughs> eight just years, Ape, yeah. eight times eight, literally. That's like, the yeah. piece and then adapt.
2: that the Oilers are missing, just so they know, but they can't eight have times him. Eight. I will go to Edmonton yeah. myself in protest. I that'd swear be a very to god. Sad
0: day. Ken, ha- <laughs> Ken Holland is doing the birdman meme right now just
1: you oh, know the- <laughs> the- that'd be so
0: disappointing. Right. supporting. <laughs> we got All right, we got to talk about some of the uh the shenanigans that happened in the third period, mm-hmm. namely one Pierre Engvall. Now, yeah. That was uh, people were booing in the in the crowd. I'm like, "Okay. That was a major penalty, and I I kind of agreed with the ejection." Was it a dive? I don't know. But when a stick is coming and hitting someone in the head, I can't be a Leafs homer and say, oh, what a terrible call. Soft, soft, bro. And then say, turn on the other hand and say, the Leafs has got to watch these headshots. Because both things cannot coexist. So I was okay with the call. What about you? Yeah, it was one of those moments where, like, you watch
1: it live and it's just like, oh, what the heck's going on? Then you watch the replay and it's like, oh. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah, do like, that. Yeah, can- yeah. No. <laughs> but yeah, so like now, do, do I think it was like a malicious, like no, yeah, no, freaking but... job? Like no, but like at the same time, <laughs> like you know, you have to, yeah, you, you have to be Yeah, you have to be careful, careful with your hockey stick there. Um, however, I have been a big proponent of Pierre Angval getting angry, angry Angval. He looked pretty angry. Angval, I liked it. And last year, there were a lot of moments where he got angry. He had some nice push and shoves with like Tampa players and stuff. So hey, if this is what it takes, again, I'm I'm happy that you know there isn't any serious injury to injury to, to Jersey and I completely agree agree with the call. But like if this is what it takes to like flip the switch on Engvall, get a nice shot on that power play, a little bullet, nice nice shot. And if we can get more of that from Engvall, that'd be sick. That would be great. That would be cool.
0: Yeah. Um. And I mean, also, I'll... you know,
1: it gave us a nice Michael Bunty moment, so that was funny
0: too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, i mean okay with engvall i'm like you know what everybody's everybody wants to be more aggressive he wants to be more aggressive sorry um how about you just finish a check engvall maybe don't try to behead somebody the first time you try to be aggressive (laughs) keep the keep the stick down just finish a check that's all you gotta do everybody be happy but he played well i mean that's what you need i mean the bottom six having two of the goals like the two of the first goals engvall and david camp i mean that's uh, that's a very welcome sign in my books.
2: Listen, I don't know if you guys have ever watched any kind of nature documentary, but angry giraffes <laughs> fuck people up. They fuck up lions, they will wreck you in the, on on the Sahara. Let me let me tell you. So it's if the we can get an...
1: thirty is the wildest thirty second clip you'll ever watch. Giraffes oh, fighting. Yeah. And yeah. when you hear the impact of their heads, it's like, this. oh my oh it god. Sounds like oh my god. Yeah. It sounds like giraffes a car accident.
2: Giraffes fight each other? They fight they, each other they, yeah. they, they like
1: full on swing their heads at each other. And the impact is, like, is shocking.
2: They have horns for a reason.
0: Yeah. So I'm not going to go to bed tonight. I'm just going to be watching giraffes fighting. Great. (laughs) Thanks, guys. I got work in the morning. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah, yeah, I I love love the crowd booing Sean Dursey. I'm like, (laughs) screw you for getting hit in the back of the head with a hockey stick, (laughs) you big jerk.
2: Kevin Papetti <laughs> tweeted out partway through the third that Jersey uh, had like 200 of his friends and family there for a Hall of Notes concert. And I was that's like, so so that's so funny. That's <laughs> so funny.
1: Because, yeah, man. So so, like, every freaking, every, that, that, the second and the third, like, the, that's that same song kept playing over and over again. And it's like, yeah. and that's, that's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> but, kind
0: oh,
1: of <laughs> like, it's unfortunate because, like, and, and it's weird because, like, when, when I saw that tweet, I first saw it from Mike Stevens, um, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, usually, that's the part where Leafs fans get concerned, you know? Yeah. Former draft pick. We, he scored our first, his first NHL goal against us. Now this is his first game. He's going to
2: quiet the crowd.
1: Campaign. Oh, my God. Oh, when they were booing him, I was like, stop, please, stop, stop, oh, stop Lord. it. Yeah, But, it's... hey. Yeah. Nothing happened, so yeah, maybe that could be another sign. I'm getting, I'm getting
0: Vince Carter just hitting three pointers at game winners, like <laughs> four game winners against the Raptors after cheering, after sorry, after, after getting booed mercilessly. But I mean, not 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 a great comparison. But you know what I'm going with that. Yeah. Oh man, uh, and they kept showing Dursey's, Dursey's parents. I think Dursey's mother was ready to fight the entire arena, though. She's like, "Yeah, good call, good call, right?" <laughs> she, she was ready to fight everybody, but yeah, supportive parent. It was awesome to see.
2: Any parent I mean, would just, do that for their kid. Come on, mm-hmm. it's just, I it's would. Just go-
0: I think my mom would just be like, "Ah, it's, he's fine. It's okay, you know." <laughs> <laughs> like, get up! You're not hurt. Come on, no. <laughs> that's it. That's the immigrant parents. Uh... I think
2: it would be great. So I, I have a question. Since we've talked about most of the game here, Omar, when you're mm-hmm. doing this, are you are you watching it on your computer and clipping directly from a stream? How do you do? How do you do what you do? so
0: well that's what i was wondering i'm like how do you how do you have the time and the energy and the the wherewithal to gif everything
1: yeah pretty much so like i'll just have the game running on like some type of stream um i'll be watching it and then have another screen that's kind of like a little bit delayed um sometimes that doesn't work because you know vpns and all that type of stuff um so it's literally just a bunch of like record record and then just like wait um, so like, you kind of like get like the flow of the game, like, you know, if the least are generating a lot of pressure, it's like, okay, there might be something here. Um, I'll kind of go there. Um, so it's, it's kind of timing and, um, and awareness, but also just like habitual stuff. Like a lot of it's kind of just like muscle memory at this point. And I don't know, man, like, I don't, I don't think I'm that fast. Like a lot of people will say like, oh my God, how do you get the melt so fast? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm that
0: I don't Think I'm that fast. I think I'm
1: just you're pretty fast <laughs> at a normal speed. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just I, I, I love watching hockey, I love watching the game, and and it's there's so many things that happen that we don't that are like aside from goals and stuff. And I think that's been um a cool thing to kind of pay attention to and and um and focus on a lot more. Um, I read this book like six or seven years ago. Uh, it was written by uh, Greg Wasinski, which was called uh, Take Your Eyes Off the Puck. So pretty much this like like all the thing all the other things that are taking place like you know outside of like goals and stuff. and that's where I've kind of gotten like this like I don't want to say fascination, but like hyper focus on like other things that are taking place like, hey yeah that was a great goal but like it was also started from this and also like everyone loves a good funny moment so like you know when michael bunting is ripping on a uh, ripping on jersey or like when austin matthews is like is having a conversation or like when sheldon keith like knows it knows the coaching challenge is gonna work and he starts smiling like those are always moments the moments to, to go through as well and you know at least twitter is awesome so um, i'm happy that i can kind of help out with help out with Sh- the content there sidebar sheldon
0: sheldon keith has been like a meme every game like he's <laughs> He's on a he's on fire. There was one where he just had the Robert De Niro. Just oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty yep. pretty good there. That was when <laughs> I saw. That was on a Matthews this,
2: goal, I think, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think yeah,
1: so. yeah because Bunting freaking snapped. Yeah, that and was just like, yeah. yeah. Bunting went off. Yeah,
2: yeah, that was and great. Then, oh, what,
1: was, what was the was one today? He was just like saying,
0: yeah.
1: "Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, like oh, yeah. it's offside, offside." No, 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 challenge it, challenge it. No,
0: it's off. So yeah, so that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, he's, he's killing me. I mean, and Michael Bunting, too. Like, that guy, like, he's probably, like, that That was fun. He looked like the little guy, like, the little guy in the fight. Like, come on, come on. What are you going to do about it? Yeah,
1: I, love I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. But, like, when, when the lease signed Bunting, there was something about him where I was like, you know what? I think you're going to be my favorite player. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm very weird where I don't like, I don't like getting jerseys or, like, really, like, like, salivating over, like, the players that we're supposed to, you know, so I don't know. People call me, like, people say tipsters or whatever i don't know hipster, hipster. Hipster. Yeah, i'm a camp like, fan
2: dude don't even yeah yeah you
1: know, you're supposed to like Matthews. you're supposed to like yeah Eli, you're supposed to like warner right so you're i like an like, ipa <laughs> yeah so like i was a big fan of like nicholas hagman like i loved hagman that's why i didn't like phanuk Deep because he was in that trade um Deep i cut. clark MacArthur. i love love clark MacArthur. low um, he's good connor brown love oh, man that trade made me so upset Oh <laughs> right, so so when Connor Brown got traded, I was like, Oh my god, I don't have anyone. And then Michael And Bunting. then
2: Mr. Scarborough comes back and you yeah. liked
0: Michael Bunting before it was cool to like Michael Bunting. Yeah,
2: okay? I,
1: I don't know what it was. Something something about him, I was like, Yep, he's sick. And then he scored a hat trick in the preseason. I was like, Yep, he's sick. And he kept going up, and I was like, Yes, he's sick. And then now now he's just who he is. Now, so hopefully he resigns at a decent number that's affordable and fair. Um, and if he leaves, then I will be upset again, and I'll probably yes. take. I'll probably retire from buying mister jerseys. I think I he likes
2: it here. I think you're gonna get lucky here, Omar. I think he's gonna stay.
1: I hope. I hope so, because that would be a very. That would be that would be a dark You'll, day. I'll tweet you when it <laughs> happens.
2: Like- I'll send you a. I'll send you an edible arrangement. <laughs> It'll be <laughs> <Nice>. awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'll be awesome. Well, and mm-hmm. I hope. I hope uh, Samsonov resides at the end of the season too, because he only signed a one year deal, and he has been so good. That's who the Edmonton Oilers oh, are gonna sign at the end of the season from the Leafs. That's who it's gonna be if it's gonna be anybody.
1: Oh god, yeah, ten million dollar tandem. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now they've got at least it. one now of them will be it. worth it. <laughs> now they've now they've found it. <laughs> mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if you want to talk about, and everyone's kind of saying, you know, oh, let's wait till April. Let's wait till April. But you know, first of all, why do you watch the games then? Second of all, you know. The goaltending is different. Okay. Yep. This is not the same because I've been I was saying in previous streams that to me this might be the best pound for pound goalie tandem I've seen in a long time. I can't even find the comparable. Like I don't know who would have been better, maybe not even in this Matthews, Marner, Nylander era. Like yeah. I think this is the best tandem that we've seen in this era at least.
2: Yeah, Most consistent. Most consistent for sure.
0: So far. So far. But fantastic yeah. it's just been like and that's i think that was the missing ingredient like we don't have those i remember when we would have like these conniptions like oh no like it's like well so frederick anderson plays uh, he's play, or Fre- jack campbell plays on friday we're gonna put michael hutchinson on sa- saturday and now it's just like oh we're good we have one of each oh god michael Hutchison. those little days um <laughs> but
1: but yeah i think like the, the the key word the key word there is uh, is consistency right um lauren brought up is that like we know what to expect, and we know that the Leafs are going to have an opportunity to win every game. That goal that that Matt Murray gave up in overtime—that was probably the first goal this season where I was like, "Okay, you probably could have had that." Yeah. Now, Sam, so, um, I don't, I can't recall off the top of my head if Samsonov has had a moment like that, but like the Leafs have confidence in their goaltending, and even when Jack Campbell was like going nuts. Like, he was still needing, he still need to make, like, crazy, like, yeah. AHL saves. Like, nutty saves. But when it comes to Murray and Samsonov, they're positioned well. It's positional saves. They're chilling, yeah. Exactly. They do not need to, if they do need to move, it's because there's chaos in front. But, like, for the most part, the pucks are just hitting them. Yeah. And we see, we see it all the time. Those are, that's signs of steady goaltending. And that's solid. And the fact that both of them are playing that way. Now, I don't need to be worried if, like, say, fast forward April, if Matt Murray, like, you know, messes up game one, and then, you know, Sheldon Keefe gives, the, gives them the redemption for game two, okay, cool, we'll throw Samsonov in in, in game three, and then we'll be fine. It's not going to be like, a, oh my god, we have to put we have to put Michael Hutchinson in, or oh my god, we have to put Eric Shelgren in. Like, we have, like, a steady tandem where both goaltenders are playing well, they're feeding off of that, they're supporting each other, and again, the team is getting wins off of that, so... Yeah, like the goaltending, man. That that was one area like heading into this season where I was like, okay, if we can at least get like, like like Lauren used to be brought up. Like, if we can get like goaltending that was like ten percent better, I just wanted to like give me like nine hundred. Yeah, give me nine hundred, give me nine hundred, and I'll be fine. And I yeah. want to say both are
0: over nine twenty, so yeah. like it's been it's been solid, it's been great. What a difference! You, you, you expect it to normalize maybe a little bit, but so I don't, don't know. say
2: that. I, I'm just trying to. I'm just, like, why I'm would you say, say that? Stick,
0: I, I just saying it maybe
2: knock on the wardrobe behind yeah. or something. That's some I bad want juju. people I like people that. who
1: are watching this <laughs> people are watching this live. Can we clip that last ten seconds and then <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> no, Murray, I'm gonna be a meme. And Matt Murray gives up like a Veslatoska <laughs> goal. I'll get the cat laser and just, like, pointer post, and do it into the video
2: <laughs> thing. Like just in Black. like
1: post
0: that on, on afterwards. Oh, so I'll be like I'll be right. I'll be like one like I was like an oracle of that. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't want to be right about the Leafs losing. So. I don't, I, it, I don't that, know how I you said feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that.
2: You said it, man. That's like,
0: that's like, yeah, that's like some like, how that's like you? some monk. Yeah, that's, that's tough. That would you? be really hard. <laughs> that would be really conflicting. All right, Omar, before we, you know, before we wrap it up, I, I, I want to talk about yourself like and how you got started sure. in the, the hockey media and how you've kind of carved out your niche of being, you know, the, the. The gift king of Twitter, so to speak. <laughs> well, and and- not only
2: that, but you're you're huge in the athletic. You you yes. work for you mm. for Yahoo Sports. Like you you've made a name for yourself. And if if I can just if I can just take that question and and narrow it down, what advice mm. do you wish somebody gave to you when you were getting started in what you're doing?
1: Um. Yeah. I think the the best advice that I would give anyone is literally if you want to do stuff in hockey, just do it. Yeah. That's literally how I started. I just well, I, I remember I, I, so I first made a Twitter account because I wanted to make, have uh, more followers than my sister because she was, <laughs> because she was, she was really invested in it. And I was like, I, and I didn't that. really care. And I was I like,
2: wow. okay so
1: fine. So like, I think she had like, like 90, like 97 followers. So I was like, okay, I got to hundred. I was like, Hey, look, I have more followers than you. <laughs> like how, what? And so then I just left it. I didn't really check, but then, you know, obviously I've been a least fan since I was four. So. I just realized, okay, there are a lot of people who, like, talk about the Leafs on Twitter. So I would literally just, like, search, like, anime GIFs and, like, tweet them randomly throughout throughout the game. Um, so that's kind of how I just started on, on Twitter. And then in 2017, I just realized that I had a lot to say about the Leafs and I didn't want to, like, only, like, or the, about the least about hockey in general. I just didn't want to, like, put it all on Twitter. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just start a blog. So I started my own blog. I would just, um I would have, like, three things that took place Like, in the NHL, whether it's, like, a suspension or a penalty, I have, like, dumb segments, like, how many games? Because, like, no one can decide how many freaking games we're going to get.
2: Because there's no consistency. There's no
1: consistency at all. Um so yeah, so that last so that started kind of towards like March and April, um, got some uh, great a great boost uh, from a special person. Hi, Serena. I hope you're watching. because uh, at first I really didn't want to do it. I was kind of apprehensive. and she's like, no, no, go go for it do it. Um, uh, so so did that. Um, then afterwards, I guess my writing kind of started getting noticed. I started writing for fan um, for Tip of the tower on fan sided. Um, on a winning habit there. Um, Started writing for Pension Plan Puppets, which was a dream come true for me because I used to read them uh, growing up when I was a kid. Um, So that was awesome. And then um, just one day, I just wanted to start like kind of like adding some clips of like other things like besides goals and such. And I don't think like gifting overall overall was like really big. Like at the time, the biggest giffer was Flinter. Flinter was awesome, like godly. Like get, he like, was so good. Every single thing. And then thing, he vanished like, great. like a
2: puff of air.
1: Yeah, so then I just started, I just kind of started to see if I can kind of put my own little spin, my own, my own little twist and, um, on gifing and then started doing that. Um, started to get a little more confidence and put more personality, hence like the anime and the anime jokes and stuff. Um, and and then and then I wanted to make a new account because my first account kind of started to get a little clustered. Um, and then I was like, okay, I need a new name. So I was like, all right, well, like my favorite goals are tic-tac-toe goals. I love those goals. It kind of works with my name. And then the TOs like kind of for Toronto. I was like, okay, here we go. Ooh. Um, uh, so yeah, so then continued writing on on the uh, on pension blind puppets. Um James Reno from the Athletics started reading my stuff, said, Hey, would you want to do some freelance writing? Um, so that's how that started. And wow. then just the the gifing, just you know, I just got you know more and more used to it, you know, again it became more habitual. I started having more fun with it, trying to have more personality, and then just you know, I guess people just started to to like the account, and and here we are. So, so when- yeah, I guess. Uh, but so I'm oh, sorry to cut you off. No, but, uh, no, no, uh, remember, please. Remember,
0: <laughs> remember, kids. Yeah. Always use spite to your advantage. You wanted to get more followers <laughs> than your sister, and you started a career out of it. So yeah.
1: so yeah. So I think the best <laughs> advice is I uh, and and I think especially when it comes to like sports writing, a lot of people will say like, oh well, you have to earn your stripes. You have to go to like this school and that school or whatever. No, and I'm not, not taking anymore. away from people who do like go into sports journalism for stuff, but like we live now in a new age especially over the last like 10 to 15 years where like some of the best like content writers in hockey are just people who just like love the sport they are fans and just had something to say about it and wanted to make it their own um and i think we're seeing again a lot of the top like writers that you read right now have started that same way And yeah they rip on you and say like oh you're just like a basement blogger but like no it's just it's just just doing what you love and if so if If writing about hockey or covering about hockey or making videos after Leafs games uh, like you two are doing, if that's what you want to do, literally just do it. And if someone tells you not to do it, say, hey, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway. And then just make it your own. Don't feel like you need to, like, you know, copy someone or be like someone else. Just be you because that authenticity is going to be picked up and people are going to appreciate you for it.
2: Well, and then someday you can kidnap someone else's off Twitter. And make them come on your stream like we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes full circle.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I love that though. Just just shoot your shot. I mean, I was I was like, I, I went to school for this and I was kind of out of it for, for six years. But mm-hmm. I and so I was I work in marketing, so I'm like, I don't need it. And then I hear the posting, I'm like, I'm gonna go for it. And I just did. So the mm-hmm. point is, I guess what you're making is this just do it. Just if you think you can do it, do it because people might think you can do it as well. Yeah, and you you never
1: know who's gonna be Who's gonna look at your stuff or read your stuff? Like it could be complete chance, but all it takes is one person to just click on that thing, click on that that post that you write, or or watch this watch this video compilation that you make. All it takes is one person to see it, and then you never know how many how many doors can open. So for me, I you know big thanks to Chris O'Kreinitz who uh, you know was a, was a good buddy of mine. He was the first person uh, to kind of see see stuff from my independent blog, and from there, it just went up. So do it if you want to do it literally just do it and just have fun doing it too
2: so the first I time that. that you got that dm in your uh in your inbox asking yeah. hey you want to come freelance for the athletic so how loud did you scream and who did you call first
1: oh i like boston <laughs> um <laughs> i love <it>. actually <laughs> told serena first i was like oh my god the athletic <laughs> wants was to right for them um and <laughs> so so yeah that was cool and that first post that doing that first post was like nerve-wracking because it's like this is the athletic. Oh my god! Right, yeah. and I and I got this and I got that. I always get that. I always kind of get like that, like rush of like butterflies. I guess whenever I like write write something because it's like, okay, I'm writing this thing that everyone's gonna everyone's gonna everyone's gonna 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 read and 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 like and such. And um. So great. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like the the first time, yeah, the first time it happened was pretty funny. Um, reading some of the comments is hilarious. Uh, some people are like, oh my god, the gift person is a uh, is um <laughs> is is uh, is uh doing doing articles now. <laughs> um. Which okay, and then um I guess I didn't I didn't even talk I sorry I didn't talk about Yahoo um now the Yahoo thing so that started um kind of independent of writing and um there was this I, there's just an idea it, it, it's funny every time I talk about it, it's like it's like uh, Nick Fury's um monologue in the Avengers there was this idea. that um (laughs) that people can come together and do something greater um i got this dm once and they were like hey we're making this new show it's called zone time um you know julia mckenzie is going to be one of the hosts and we want to bring this all together and the the main idea about zone time was that hey people who are fans of hockey and who watch hockey and who support hockey uh look like different things um, and there was a it. lot of diversity and inclusion within that, and that's what Zone Time has kind of grown up to be. So you know, there's myself, Julia McKenzie, Sam Chang, Avery Lewis McDougal, Maroon. Um, yeah. Like it's it, it's so amazing, just like having again these people who don't look like your prototypical hockey fan. I'm um, talking about it. Now, some people know. Sometimes people want to be nasty in the comments and say, "Oh, what do you know about hockey?" Oh, actually, a lot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) probably more than you do. And then you silence them with all of your knowledge.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So,
1: (laughs) so yeah. So just like that. So, so that um, writing out the athletic has just been it's been great ways, I guess, to just you know be part of hockey, hockey uh, Twitter, be part of hockey culture, and again, just being able to you know kind of uh have a voice, I guess. uh, I guess within the sport and um and I think. Another thing that I've been really proud, um, that I kind of proud myself on is like not really hesitating from like the from the serious points, especially when it comes again to the ideas of inclusion within the sport and the many issues that happen there. Um, and put in spaces like Zone Time as well as my own accounts. I think I've kind of taken opportunities to do that. Um, so that's been a very fulfilling, a filling aspect of um, I guess the Tic Tac Toe Mar Saga uh, on Twitter for me. Well, uh, been, a- um, it, you- Avery heard
0: you, and he said, uh, "That's right, talk." <laughs> so, uh, there you go Avery's listening to you I
2: love it shout out Avery from uh, Game Over Canada let's go guys mm-hmm. we always we always have Game Over all, all the other hosts from all the other chats always end up popping in I pop in on everybody's stream it's what we do we share it's the love big. all across Canada even though we support different awesome. teams and mm-hmm. Omar you know, you've already made such a great impression on on so many people and so many Leaf fans and being a part of such an inclusive group like like Zone Time, you know, you can never have too much inclusiveness and you can never have too much exposure and you can never bring too many people from different places all in because, you know, maybe somebody that has watched hockey only ever sees the panel and has never seen anybody yeah. that looks like you, right? And so for yeah. you to be able to bring that and and for you to only really have gotten started in the last few years as seriously as you have, and to to know that your trajectory is you know only going to go up, it's it's so great to have you on the show now. So when you're big and famous, we can be famous too.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, we can say we had Tic Tac Tomar on our show. Look at this. I'm serious. We had him on our show. Okay, we're not lying to you. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So it's been great having you on the show. Hopefully, maybe later this season we can have you back again. Absolutely. Uh, for game over, uh, my name is Lauren Williamson. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the Six.
0: My name is Fuad Solomon. You can find me on all the socials, including the TikTok, where I make some funny videos, at Fuad underscore sports. Omar?
1: Oh, uh, I'm Omar. oh god, I'm so I'm, I'm so horrible at this. <laughs> um, I'm Omar. Um, I'm I'm on Twitter at Tic Tac. Tomar. Uh, you can catch me on Zone Time uh, in the mentions and uh, the Athletic. I have the athletic pork on Saturday. Hopefully the Leeds don't lose that one because that would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're never losing again. Sorry, that's it. They're never losing again. That's it. I hope I hope so. But ca- games against Calgary are always. <gasps> on, Cal- on Calgary now.
2: Bum, no. bum 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 no. at least he's already played against hey. the leaves
1: yeah yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes we'll get
2: there <laughs> we'll get there well make sure you tune in for the game game over everybody thank you for watching the stream if you are watching if you do like the stream please leave us a like please subscribe please leave a comment if you have any questions for omar uh we'll make sure to get those and then when he's back later this season we will try to get to them uh thank you again for watching tonight and uh hope you all have a fantastic evening for game over toronto i'm lauren <laughs>
0: I'm Fuad. We're never losing again. Let's go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.
0: Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction. Canada Sportsbook.